for a spooky and unique take on everything paranormal. Check out It's Frightful. Hey, I'm Sammy. Ready for something frightful? Come join me and guest narrators as we read real stories from the paranormal. Suddenly their bedroom door handle started being violently janked up and down like someone was having a go at it and then everything just stopped. To creepy encounters with people who have nefarious intentions. And it was the same two people. It turns out those two had connections to a human trafficking ring. Subscribe to the It's Frightful podcast and Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Until next time. It's not like we needed to sleep tonight anyways. She looks for any victim, luring them into the jungle to be hers forever. This is the tale of La Tunda. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos y más. This is a Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen, at your own risk. Hi everyone, I'm Christina. And I'm MJ. And this is episode 18 of Spooky Tales. Can you believe it? We're almost at 20. Holy what? holy shit. <laughs> yeah, we're two away. Our little baby podcast is now an adult because it's 18. Woohoo! <laughs> Today we're talking about the legend of La Tunda, which I had no idea about. It was pretty fun to learn about. Yes, I, it was strange to say the least. Yeah, that, that I would describe it as strange as well. But before we uh, get into the legend, I do have a story for our Spookies Stories segment. So this is about the Grand Jerome Hotel in Jerome, Arizona. If no one else is familiar with that, the only reason I am is because um, the TikTok babies, they asked for <laughs> they asked for a story about um, Arizona and I found that one. It was pretty interesting. It's like this haunted hotel that used to be a uh, an insane asylum, and and then it was something else, a hospital. Oh, I don't no, know. It's a hospital. <laughs> I think it was actually. I think it was a hospital, not an insane asylum. Before it was a hotel, it was a hospital. Oh, wow. And um, you know, these hospitals are always haunted because you know so many people died. Mm-hmm. And there's like a whole bunch of paranormal activity uh, that is like reported in the hotel, like doors opening and closing, very cold spots. Um, there's there's more creepy stuff that I'm forgetting about it. <laughs> but someone sent this in and they said, I've been there and the vibes were off. My stepsister's son saw someone on the staircase and kept talking to him and wa- and this thing wanted the kid to follow. And then uh, she says, I'm sensitive to things like that, especially spirits. And it affected me where I just needed to walk out. So that's creepy. Like, that's not good. (laughs) The thing is like, Hey, follow me. Don't, don't do it. (laughs) Don't follow it. I mean, don't even follow people, let alone the spirit. (laughs) Right. 
Watch them like have like somehow buried like some kind of treasure in in the hotel, and we're telling people not to find it. <laughs> you know, we need to do an episode about this. There are so many stories where like, and and I I haven't researched it, but just from like my mom telling me all the time, but like, oh, dicen que en esa casa there's a ghost, and like mm-hmm. they say, oh, there's this treasure here, and but the people that have tried to find it they end up going crazy and so no one has found this treasure and then people just end up going crazy because you have to like dig for it with like this dead thing next to you like giving you instructions and shit and like my mom has a story like that of where she used to live in mexico and then like the house in front of them was like there was like a little story about that and so and then and then like so many stories just have they involve treasure and like ghosts that's crazy yeah, I've, I've heard of stories like that, too. Yeah, and then even, I think, one of our padre, our Padres Sin Cabeza episode, the one in Guatemala, right? They said yeah, it was... Yeah, that one had, like, giving treasure and hiding treasure or something. Like yeah, so... Yeah, we should do... We should do a whole episode on just, like, ghost treasure stuff. We should. Oh, and if, um, if anyone else wants their, you know, experience or story read on the podcast, please email it to us, comment it on any of our socials. We love reading them and sharing them. So, yeah, email us at spookytales at gmail.com or comment, comment on any of our socials to send us your spooky stories and we will share them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, let's get on to this legend. The legend of La Tunda can be heard in... Colombia and Ecuador, specifically the Afro-Colombian region of El Departamento del Choco, or Choco Department, I guess, in the mm-hmm. coastlines of Colombia. And this is like an Afro-Colombian community. Like, they're just mm-hmm. all there. This story dates back to the 1500s when the Spanish started conquest, when the Spanish conquest started in Colombia. This story originally started in Colombia, but moved to Ecuador. I'm not sure if it's in other countries. I don't think so. I only found these two. She is described as a uh, woman, La La Tunda, as a woman of African descent. One foot looks like a root of a tree. However, in some instances, it is said that the wooden foot actually looks like a molino. And for those uh, people who are not of latin american descent a molino is uh this like thing that you stir chocolate or hot drinks with when you're boiling it i actually have one i have a molino so i didn't (laughs) know that's what they were called because i've seen them but i had no idea that was a name yeah i got we got them like a two years ago because uh my well my mom loves making um champurrado mm. and whenever she makes it she uses she makes it with a molino and yeah and it comes out frothy like the milk oh okay yeah anyways and it's supposed to um her other foot's supposed to look like a like a baby's foot however disclaimer i found that on wiki villains and it's not a direct like connection to colombian mythology or yeah it's not like a com- colombian website it wasn't yeah, english so. so i don't know everything else said it was a normal foot and then the other yeah. one was the wooden kitchen utensil that i've already forgotten yeah. the name of the molino <laughs> and then the baby foot so take that with the grain of salt um if you're colombian listening to this let us know the legit you know story behind it yeah 
Uh, her clothes are rags, and she has an appearance that makes her look dead. When she walks, she sounds like she's grunting and complaining, and she has these bulging, huge brown eyes, which I think add to the whole uh, zombie-esque look that a lot of people connect to her, which is weird. And it's also weird that it uh, it is of um, African descent, because, uh, as we know, zombies in our other episode comes uh, from uh, African slaves, the word. So, I mean, this, you know, is a little bit of connection of um, uh, Haitian lore and Colombian lore, and especially with the, with the African Latino community. And so her preferred victims are said to be, um, and I found specifically cheating husbands, but um, I think you said you found like everyone, everyone that cheats. Yeah, like women, yeah, cheaters in general. Unbaptized children, misbehaving children, and young men or women. So like basically everyone except old ladies, I guess. (laughs) Wait, does she go after old men too? Well, I'm assuming any man, as long as they tre- they're cheating. So. <laughs> so old ladies, you're safe. Are we considered old ladies yet? No. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I feel like an old lady. Me too. I'm. I'm like. I'm like. Listen. I'm at the stage of life. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be thirty this year. Okay. And I'm at the stage of life when I'm like, man, I'm ready for menopause. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's like still like maybe 20, maybe 10 years away, but I don't know. <laughs> Seems awesome. <laughs> I'm ready for that that old lady life. <laughs> yeah. So once she has her victims where she wants them. Oh, I don't know if we mentioned. So she is a shapeshifter and this is how she lures her victims away and into the jungle. She takes the form of a loved one and they're not paying attention because you can look at her foot and it's still the wooden kitchen utensil that <laughs> I mean to stop. Yes. Mol- Molino. Yeah, my Molino. ass wrote Molinillo. So. <laughs> oh, maybe Molinillo. Oh, okay. You're, you might be right. Ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> what is it called? Who knows? The wooden the kitchen little... utensil used to stir hot <laughs> drinks. Oh, Molinillo with Y. Oh, I have a double L. Okay. I mean, with Y, with double L. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's an Eye? You're right. It's a Molinio. Not a Molino, a Molinio. Yeah. I was wrong. So, yeah. So, once she lures them um, with her shape-shifting abilities and has them in the jungle, she feeds them shrimp and crabs that are cooked in her ass. I was like, what? Excuse me? (laughs) They're cooked where? (laughs) And I, I from what the information I got that she farts on them and it's her fart. Oh, okay. But the article I read literally said que cocina en su trasero, which translates into they're cooked in her ass. <laughs> and I'm just shook. Uh, disgusted. Yes. <laughs> so, and this this food somehow hypnotizes her victims, and so they become entundados. So yeah, they they are hypnotized by her. They uh, love her, and and then another article that I found says that she shapeshifts once once they are hypnotized. She shapeshifts into an attractive woman for her male victims specifically. Then she performs oral sex on them, and during this, she sucks all the blood out of them. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. That that what? Yeah. That's a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she couldn't be a normal even. vampire. She had to be do it that way. <laughs> I wonder if she knows people have necks. <laughs> No, she doesn't. <laughs> Actually, maybe she doesn't. She doesn't care. And, you know, I kept seeing that she was a vampiric. How do you say that word? Vampiric. 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 I can't say. Yeah, me neither. She was like a vampire type creature. And I was like, how? And I, I couldn't find like none of the articles mentioned why she was vampire like until I found that one. That's that that says that that's how she sucks the blood out of men. And I was like, OK, I guess I guess. Then she's a vampire too. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> she's like, that's like her kink. That's her vampire kink. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to get into how you rescue um, her victims, the entundados? Yes. Um, so, uh, according to this, usually encountering la tundada is usually uh, fatal. However, in order for them to be released from her, the entundados, godparents, priests, friends, and family must venture into the mountains or jungle playing drums, burning gunpowder, firing shots, and saying prayers. And you need all this in, in hopes for la tundada to um, let the person go. Um, it doesn't say if it works every time. I didn't find any information on that. Yeah, I read that it makes her run away, all this noise and the prayers, and then the bewitched victim wakes up and is free. I didn't see any of that. So if it does work 100% of the time, that's awesome. If not. Right. Unless the person is unbaptized and they don't have their godparents because their godparents have to go with them. Or what if they're, they were baptized and their godparents died and so then they're just screwed. That's, they can't be yeah. rescued. They can't be rescued. Sorry, people. <laughs> that sounds like a like you did everything right. But sorry, your, your godparents passed away. Also, sorry if you're not Catholic and you're not. Or who gets baptized? It's not just Catholics, right? It's a lot no, of. No, I think it's all, it's, I most think it's Christians. all Christians. Okay, well, yeah. what if you're not Christian? Then you're just, you're also screwed. I think that is the reason for part of this legend, too, which I will get into in a little bit. But <laughs> I think that's why this legend is the way it is because Christianity and the Spanish. As per usual. <laughs> yep. I mean, okay, so does it even say why she hates children? Because I was trying to look it up and I couldn't find any information. No, I couldn't find I couldn't find. And I wish that we could. Like, why is she the way she is? Because, you know, with like our past episodes, La Viudita, the Black Widow, mm -hmm. we know why she is that way. She was yeah. abused and then she comes back. She looks for revenge. La Llorona, same thing. We We know what happened. Eshtabai, we know the backstory, but what is Abu Latunda? What is why is she the way that she is? Why yeah, why is I she luring people into jungles? I found nothing, absolutely nothing on her backstory. It's just that she is this like demonic spirit thing that looks like a like a a person of african-american descent that kind of looks like a zombie i'm not sure if it's like you know what i think i'm gonna look into it like if there's like um como se dice, um, like a backstory similar to maybe an african religion uh that's based you know i kept seeing while searching her i kept seeing patasola and that's another colombian oh i saw that legend too. that um maybe that's similar but i didn't look into it but nothing know. says why why she's luring people into the jungle. If you are Colombian and know the backstory, tell us, please. Please, yeah. 
from what I also, uh, the research I found that she does have human emotions. She can feel love. She complains and she feels hate as she hates children, which is also weird. Um, another thing to point out that it is said that, uh, she makes it rain when it, when it's sunny outside. And people say that in, in Colombia, they say that when this happens, la, la tunda is giving birth. And I'm like, who is she giving birth to? True. <laughs> what, what, you know, she hates children, but here she goes, gets knocked up from oral sex. <laughs> and, right. And she gives birth, but it doesn't say anything of her children. Like what does she do to them? Or do, are they also like these like little demon things? Like I don't understand. Um, so I couldn't find any back story on that, but I do still have questions. And if someone out there can answer them, that would be great. But it, uh, one other interesting thing I found, it is said in the municipality of Buenaventura, Matunda lives and Matunda is supposed to be the mother of Latunda. So I don't know Interesting. that much okay. background information on that, but I'm wondering if it's, if her mother has similar like attributes and behavior. Right. So this other article I randomly just pulled up right now because we were wondering about her origin story. Mm-hmm. So it says here that Latunda is you know, from the Colombian Pacific Coast region, but she's more often known as La Pata Sola in um, just all of South America. And she's mm-hmm. a female monster who inhabits the, you know, the mountain ranges, jungles, which we did mention, mm-hmm. and that she's a protector of plants, rivers, trees, and animals. And she's unforgiving when humans enter her domain with the intent of destroying it. But that's not, you know, anything we found on La Tunda. That's not what doesn't fit this description because mm-hmm. she's luring people into the jungle. She's not she's not attacking them once they're in the jungle. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know how accurate this is either. I also just looked up the uh, looked up Matunda mm-hmm. and it is a word in Swahili. Interesting. OK, but the weird thing is um, it means like bananas and oranges are just in generalized fruit. So I don't know if the word fruit in uh, Swahili has um, some kind of like connection to maybe woman or, you know, how in fruit over here, it's like, oh, she has, you know, the, the, the fruit of her womb, which means yeah babies. So maybe like matunda means something similar to that. And that's why in the Afro-Latino community in Colombia would use the word matun- matunda. Yeah. I have no idea. But that is interesting. Yeah, it is. Hmm. I will say la la tunda does fit into this. What is the word I'm looking for? Ar- how do you say archetype? Archetype? I don't know how you say that. Yeah, archetype. Archetype. Yeah, of the like seductress, deadly woman. You know, like mm-hmm. there and there's there's so many of these just <laughs> everywhere, I but know, like Latin like America everywhere. especially. The femme fatale, but like yes, that yeah, like it's always this. Um, you know, woman who appears like like Latunda is supposed to be this hideous, ugly woman, and she shapeshifts into this sexy thing, right? A sexy woman mm-hmm. to lure men away, and then she uses you know sex in some way. Yeah, you know what's funny? It it always comes back to the whole thing that women are like the gateway to sin, and it like kind of washes the man's hands from um from the sin of uh, 
stepping out of a relationship, whether it be a boyfriend, girlfriend relationship, fiance or marriage. Like, it's like, oh, it wasn't my fault. It was her fault. Yeah, exactly. You're you're damn human. Okay. You have the most complex brain in the entire universe that we know of, like a hundred percent. I mean, if there's aliens, you know, they're probably smarter than us, but we don't know. As of right now, you're human. You have the most complex working brain in the universe. And you're telling me you somehow have like this, this uncontrollable like thing to say no and to cheat on somebody. Miss me with that. Yeah, there's yeah. things you want to do, but come on, you're human. That's the whole thing about being human is that you're able to say no because you do not have instincts like normal animals do. So stop making that excuse. Yeah, and the thing these these stories, this archetype, it like surpasses cultures, locations, like it is everywhere and it just kind of shows you that everyone is misogynist. <laughs> yeah, and I know I, I was actually there's also oh my god, I came up like there was this commercial or I was looking up something and there was this um like Hindi movie about a woman who's like incredibly beautiful and she's like a witch, but she does the same thing. She lures men, kills men, yada yada yada. And I was like are you sure they're not Latinos? That sounds like very much like a, what we constantly go over. Yeah. So, yeah, I like I like looking these up and I like rooting for the women. So <laughs> back to La Tunda. So I found this super interesting article written by an Afro-Ecuadorian professor. And his name is Ibsen Hernandez Valencia. And um, he says that the origin of La Tunda, of this legend, it comes mm-hmm. from uh, women that were called, that were Cimarrona Rebeldes, which I believe translates into uh, enslaved Africans that escaped. And that would make sense. So, like, the Harriet Tubmans of this region. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think. And that would make sense because, you know what, they would probably, the... Um, the slave owners would probably tell this story to these poor enslaved people in order to be like, oh, this is what's going to happen if you leave. Yeah. You're not going to have my protection. That's what's out there. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, again, a way to control um, mm-hmm. the Cimarrona Rebeldes. They sought to free their people and begin a society that was against slavery and against colonization. And they helped others escape into the jungle and live freely in their, you know, free jungle society. And so the enslavers, the church, and the, you know, institution of the time, which I believe was the Spanish. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Because, of course, who else was it? Who else would it be? I mean. The Spanish. Yeah. (laughs) They sought to demonize these women. And so they created the legend of La Tunda to discourage the enslaved from escaping. Because, you know, they were like, well, if you escape, like you just said, they this thing is waiting for you in the jungle and it's going to hypnotize you and, and sleep or and then, you know, essentially enslave you all over again. And mm-hmm. while stealing your blood, like when the Spanish or, you know, well, I mean, they were the same people. I was going to say Spanish or enslavers, but whatever. They're the same. 
When they were able to catch an enslaved person that did run away, they were beat. They beat them in front of the rest, you know, to set an example. Mm -hmm. And if they caught the same enslaved person again after they ran away, the uh, enslavers, they would cut the uh, their leg off. And it's mm -hmm. possible that, that the cutting of the leg off became part of the myth of La Tumba, La Tumba, La Tunda, because <laughs> she has a wooden leg. That would make, that makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah, I like found that, that article very interesting. That would make that does make so much sense, you know. Um she probably was a woman who who was actually probably left deformed from from the beating from trying to escape and find her freedom. That would make so much sense. Yeah, and um, she wasn't luring people into the jungle. She was like freeing them in the jungle, you know. <laughs> But of course, they, this was not something that the Spanish wanted. And so they created this legend to control the population. That makes so much sense. Yeah, because we have to remember a lot of these legends and myths, that's where they stem from, from either the um, colonizers attempt to control the population, the indigenous population, or mm -hmm. um, in this case, you know, the enslaved. So yeah, and then and a lot of these... Uh, come from that or they take irregular indigenous or original indigenous beliefs and they add in their own twist and make it all bad to again control them like we saw with our last episode and probably the rest <laughs> <laughs> and probably yeah in the future ones too <laughs> yeah because this um yeah this is just a common occurrence <laughs> yeah it's like a theme now <laughs> um, so, but I do still wonder where the words la, la, la tunda, because uh, someone said la tunda means like spanking. Interesting. Okay. I didn't know and, that. And I've never heard la, la tunda. I don't know. How do you say spanking in Spanish? I'm, I would putazo. say papau. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, um, I'm trying to remember. I, I mean, whenever we would get hit, it would just be te vamos a pegar. <laughs> so or pow pow. No, they didn't make a cute name like that. It was like we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hit you. <laughs> Nalgadas. <laughs> Asotayana. Mm, I don't know. I never heard that. Asotaina. Huh. Weird. Never heard that either. Never heard yeah. that word. <laughs> And I mean, this all the Spanish throughout each country oh, is so I know. different. A nalgada. Yeah, I said I said nalgadas. Oh, you did. Mm -hmm. I was. Like, you were too busy googling. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but like, is spanking only on your butt, or is like, can you, yeah, yeah. I guess anywhere else is like is like hitting. <laughs> but anyways, I, I I'm assuming a lot of these words have um, and you know, an African origin and. It is very much related to enslaved people at the time and probably the stigma that they had to carry of not only being, you know, considered less than human, but also um, the stories that the Spanish would tell. It's immortal. Imm ugh, I can't even say immortalizing. I don't know where this is going, so I can't okay, help. Well, like so solidifying that these slaves were, were less than human, that they were like, you know, they had the, the power to become these demons. Ah, uh, yes. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. But not surprised. <laughs> same, same. But yeah, that's, that's all we have on her. I still wish that we knew like a background story or origin 
I think you've like pretty much like discovered like the way you were saying about how like you know uh, enslaved people would get their leg cut off. I think true. I think yeah, that's what it is. I think if no one else has one, that has to be it. It makes the most sense. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I know we have a topic for next week because we're gonna have a guest. <laughs> oh, awesome! But I forgot. I forgot the topic. But yeah, so we have a guest next episode and, uh, you know, some ghost stories, not legends. So that should be fun. Yay. Before we say our our goodbyes, if you're liking the podcast, you know, rate and review us. We don't do this for the review specifically, but more reviews puts our show out there, you know, makes us more visible, easier to find. Check out our merch store if you want some cool, a spooky shirts and stuff yes oh follow us on all our socials if you are in need of in between spooky stories uh, you know because we only have episodes once a week check out our tiktok because there's like posts daily unless i'm feeling yeah, lazy that's, it's christina posts daily i do not even go on there <laughs> so it's it's christina's page but you guys go support her she does an amazing job and everyone, all my friends love your TikToks, by the way. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. I have a few, I have a few family members too that follow and they're like, yes, it, it's what keeps me going throughout the week. Oh my God. And that keeps me going. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so much um, right. I know. <laughs> um, I was gonna say one more thing. Oh, and again, I know we already said this, but because I really want them, make sure you send us your spooky stories. <laughs> please yes <laughs> we want those uh, spooky stories we do well, did, did we ever find figure out what are you gonna call them as our spookies stories yeah yeah as spookies stories as is what that little segment is called now <laughs> or is it a spooky tale a spookies tales oh my god i'm gonna like i think we have said <laughs> stories i don't think we have said tales that works out fine <laughs> it's easier to say yeah, a spooky's story. Yeah, yeah. And if you're out in the jungles in Colombia for whatever reason and someone comes out of the woods and like wants you to follow them back in, just don't, don't do it. It's La Tunda and she's going to feed yeah. you butt shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> butt shrimp and crab. Yeah, and and <laughs> you don't want that. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh catch uh we'll catch everyone next week. In the meantime, stay spooky. Yes. And bye. Bye.